Hi, I'm Kaylin. Welcome to Aragon Live, the podcast for business and IT leaders where Aragon experts share actionable insights to help you and your business move faster. In this episode, we have Jim Lundy, founder and CEO at Aragon Research, here today to discuss five key use cases for enterprise video. This topic is especially key during the pandemic as enterprises look for ways to increase engagement. Hi, Jim. Thanks for being here today. Hey, Kaylin. Great to be here today. Give it a shout out to the audience, one of our regular podcasts. And we're going to dive right into enterprise video and discuss how you can and should put enterprise video to work in your enterprise in what we're calling kind of a post-pandemic world. So the first use case we want to talk about is remote work and something we call digital work hubs. Digital work hubs may be something that you craft together or you stitch a couple different applications together. It may be a work hub platform that you buy. We have a report on that. But the glue that kind of brings remote work together with work is enterprise video. And as everyone knows, people have been doing lots of video meetings and lots of video courses, lots of live sessions. And that content is very valuable. And so we think that teams work better with video and that video is really one of the key use cases, not just listening to the and watching the video during the actual meeting, but it's really you know, being able to look at it afterwards to find that meeting or to find that class or whatever it is, just like you're doing at home when you wanna find an episode. And so kind of that idea of enterprise video platforms that can capture all that information in the workplace and serve as kind of that, that video portal to allow you to find the information. So that's really, you know, Kaylin, one of the first use cases. Again, we would probably say that a lot of people aren't waking up and thinking about that every day. They're doing their meetings, et cetera. But then they realize like, hey, that we recorded that meeting, where is it? Some of the newer solutions are enabling live and real-time transcription. So that means searching and finding for the video is easier. The other thing I would just say when we talk about video is looking at not just work, but the use cases for video. Again, remote work, face-to-face, you know, different types of scenarios. Let's talk a couple of them through. One is what we call, used to be called town halls. I'm gonna call it corporate TV. What the heck is corporate TV? Well, corporate TV is how you communicate with everybody in your enterprise. It's how you actually communicate with your partners. It's how you communicate with customers. And so corporate TV is we think are going to be a big use case. And you know, this is where you can advertise your services. You can promote different causes to your associates. Here at Aragon, we do Aragon Cares. But it's a great way to deliver information in a visual way and to keep people engaged. If we talk about marketing, one of the big use cases in marketing is events, webinars and virtual events. The way you get the engagement of webinars and virtual events is with video. In fact, in a lot of our webinars, this is a podcast, so I can't show you anything, but a lot of our webinars, we actually show an Aragon Research visual recording. The next one I wanna talk about, which needs no introduction, is virtual classes. That's become the big thing today uh, for remote instruction at schools. 
although people are pushing for schools to open in the fall and universities, you know, which is colleges and you know, post-secondary. And a lot of the classes, places for the fall may be using a virtual class instruction model. But the big thing is I can go watch that class over and over and over again because it's recorded. And because there's so many recordings, the typical web and video conferencing provider cannot manage all those recordings. And that's why you need what we call an enterprise video provider to do that. And, you know, like I said, lots of different use cases. The one we think is going to be as big as webinars is the events. And that's where there may be some pre-event production recorded video. There'll be live streaming and then it'll be all packaged up the day of the event and then after the event so you can experience all that. And again, what makes for great virtual events is the feeling that you're there. I would throw onto that, I think there's gonna be more augmented reality with live video where you're sitting in a, you know, pretending you're sitting in a seat and you can turn and maybe wear some uh, a headset and actually look around the basketball court or the tennis court. That's a prototype that a lot of people are working on, but again, a lot of the use cases for enterprise video have to do with the way we are both learning and working and in some cases teaching. And again, I know I mentioned the higher ed example, but you can't do stand-up teach anymore in the corporation because of COVID. And so if you're at the enterprise level and you're looking for, I got to train all these salespeople, you're going to have to do it virtually. And those salespeople are going to want to watch those recordings over and over and over again so they can practice whatever the instructor was teaching, like how to negotiate or how to close. Let's go on to another thing that will be big that ties into that second trend of basically accessing video, which is understanding video. And so we call that the rise of video analytics. And video analytics basically starts with an understanding of tagging the video so I can find it. But some of the advanced analytics for video have scene detection. So I can say, find the scene where this happened. And many of the search tools now as part of these enterprise video platforms because of AI, it can actually say, yeah, here's the five scenes you're looking for in these five different videos. Understand that also facial recognition and object recognition is coming to enterprise video analytics offerings. So I'll not only be able to say, find me every video that Jim Lundy is in, and if it's tagged right or got facial recognition, it can go and do that. Now, really the big deal for analytics is that it unleashes even more applications. And again, if you've got petabytes and petabytes of video and I need to find something and I've got image recognition, find all the recordings that show, let's just say a yellow Tesla, because there aren't that many yellow Teslas. So it must have been a custom paint job. I need to find that. And again, with video powered content analytics, I should be able to do that. We don't see a lot of video analytics in use today. What we see are people starting to use facial recognition as far as the analytics. It's been kind of shied upon given some of the recent demonstrations uh, where some of the vendors like IBM were not gonna sell their facial recognition to governments and police departments. However, we think that's kind of a, a temporary ban. So they're kind of playing to the crowd we know that many others still are selling their facial recognition, but facial recognition can also be used for good use cases, like for example, searching video streams to find a lost child 
or to find, for example, because you can do facial recognition on animals, to find a lost pet. There's a lot of different use cases you can use video analytics for. But in the workplace, it's finding that content that's valuable that helps me either fix something, sell something, or help a customer fix something themselves. So there's a lot, a lot of stuff going on there. Just moving along here. There's also other types of analytics that tie into video analytics. I just want to mention that real quickly. I mentioned video with scene. There's also document analytics and voice analytics. A lot of the ways you can find things in a video stream is because of the voice recognition analytics or what we call basically just voice or speech analytics that can index the speech and then get you to the scene where, you know, Jim said this. And so when we look at that whole playbook, we've seen document analytics and voice analytics grow quite rapidly. Image analytics is coming, particularly in things like claims where you need to do automated image recognition. And because of the growth of that area, we'll expect to see much more on the video analytics outside of just facial recognition going forward. So as objects and images can get identified, you can actually generally, the computer can go in and be able to recognize that in a video stream. Another use case that kind of ties back to some of the themes we've been talking about is video learning. And video learning is important in high stakes industries. For example, manufacturing, how-tos, energy as well, healthcare and medical, learning how to use, for example, a new surgery gun, video instructions on how to do that. And again, you know, very specific procedural techniques that are intense. We think we're leaving the support phase of text-based knowledge bases. We think we're gonna to go to more visual-based knowledge bases. The beautiful thing about video learning is it can be done in context meaning that I can see that video, it can pop up when I need it. Not a lot of firms are doing a lot in video learning. A lot of firms have the videos to support that, but they don't have the search or the analytics to be able to display the right video at the right time to support that knowledge worker or that remote frontline worker. And frontline workers do need a lot of that kind of content. And again, if you can break it up, you can analyze it, you can then deliver it in chunks. That's a huge thing. So we would say if you're gonna do video learning, look at your critical jobs first and start there and you'll be off to the races. And then the last one I wanna talk about, Kalen, is uh, we call it use video in every journey. There's two big journeys that we've kind of touched on a little bit today. One is the employee journey, which also could be called the student journey. And the other one is the customer journey. How do I use video to engage either buyers or existing customers? And again, using all those different recipes of video, such as let's have a meeting, let me share a video with you, let me let you hear from our CEO from a recent corporate TV, or why don't you join one of our webinars? And so when you actually look at the life cycle of both employees and customers, video, as far as playing a role in the digital enterprise, Video plays a really, really big role and an increasingly larger role. And so the question really is, why are more enterprises not doing more with video? And if that's the case in your enterprise, you should be asking that question too, like why aren't we doing more? If you wanna learn more about enterprise video, we've got a lot of research on that. And we also talk to a lot of clients 
every day about how can they put video more to work. Many of you know, as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, we do visual research. We are creating videos every single day. And we have so many of them in our client community, Aragon Insight Network, makes a huge difference. So I think that's quickly my five trends. And Kaylin, I want to turn it back to you. Awesome. Thank you, Jim. And like Jim said, for any more resources that you might be looking for on Enterprise Video, you can head over to our website. And if you or your organization are new to Enterprise Video and need advice or help, Aragon can offer actionable insights for you. Just talk to our analysts or sales team today. You can follow Aragon Live on Spotify or subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play. Thank you for tuning in.